Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here with a very special guest, one of our podcasting friends out there in, in the podcast world, and her name is Jamie Erickson of the Mom to Mom Podcast, and also from uh, the Unlikely Homeschool. So lots of you guys already know Jamie. So Jamie, say hi and tell us a little bit about your homeschool journey. Well, hello there. I am Jamie Erickson. And I am married to my college sweetheart. We've been married for about 17 years, and we have five children that we've been homeschooling since the very beginning. And I was a very unlikely homeschooler, um, to tell you the truth. My husband was homeschooled back in the 80s and 90s when it was Ah, kind of... Pioneer. Yeah, very pioneer, very um, unusual. It definitely was a fringe movement, even more so than Mm -hmm. it is today. And my in-laws had the bravery to go against the grain and do this thing that at the time was a very weird thing called homeschooling. Um, And so he had his own personal experience and came at homeschooling with his own thoughts. But I was um, kind of reluctant at first and actually said I'd never do it. But um, it's interesting how God can change our mind and change our plans. So here we are. We've been doing it since the very beginning, and I can't imagine not homeschooling my kids. You know, that's one of the things we always say at Seven Sisters is a mom's mind plans her way, but God directs our paths. That's right. Um, And so you may not have thought you'd homeschool, but God says, I think we will do this. Mm -hmm. And He knew it all along, even when I I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. So, And his plans are always good. So, Jamie, one of the things that I have noticed that you are good at talking about is mentoring. And one of our values is investing in new people, you know, in the younger generation or new homeschoolers or new Christians. It's really a core value of us at Seven Sisters. So tell us a little bit about what mentoring looks like in your life. Like who's mentored you as you started out your walk in adulthood or or your homeschool life? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a two-sided point. Obviously, my mother-in-law has been such a great influence um, with our homeschool, and she's such a champion, always in our corner, always in the corner of homeschooling. And and I know that that is definitely the exception than the mm-hmm. rule when, mm-hmm. when you talk about mother-in-laws and their feelings about this home education thing. Um, as far as my own discipleship and mentorship as a mom and as a wife, um, I did not grow up in what you would call a Christian home. My mom was a believer, but my dad wasn't. And so it was a very fine line that she had to walk. It wasn't until I got married, and uh, I'm originally from Phoenix. My husband is from central Minnesota. So I followed love all the way to what feels like the Arctic, believe me. Where where did you meet your husband we, from that disparate background there? We met at college in Florida. Uh, yep. And he went. What college were you at? At Pensacola. Pensacola. No kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm a, originally a Florida person myself. So, okay. Yeah. Well, a warm spot. It was a, a kind of a meet in the middle you know, uh, for us. And then he whisked yeah. me away to the cold near tundra of Minnesota. And yeah. there's something about the community here. They circle the wagons well. And as a woman who really had, to be honest, you know, negative three on the scale of 
knowing how to run a home and knowing how to be a wife, knowing how to be a mom, I really felt um, just invited into some circles and some spaces where women were willing to reach back to me and say, here, Jamie, let me show you the way. And it wasn't in a pushy way or in a, I know it all and let me show you how, just in a very loving, just, just like we're called in scripture, you know, we're called to minister to others in the same way that Christ has ministered to us or that we mm-hmm. have been ministered to. And these women were doing it really well. And I can think of two specifically who over the last 12 years, they're probably in their 60s, um, late 60s. They have spent the last 12 years reaching behind at me, to me, and lifting me up and and showing me the way. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am because I would have been lost without that. I knew nothing. What are some, can you give some like specific examples? It's so good to have a story to go with that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think of one particular example. I was pregnant with my fourth child and um, my last two or or my third and fourth were about 14 months apart. So I had a baby. Ah. I had, (laughs) you know, a toddler and then a preschooler at home. I was exhausted and that's a gross understatement. And I really didn't, recognize just how tired I was, but I was sitting in a woman's meeting. I I was on a a leadership team for a woman's event type thing. And I was the youngest one. I was the baby of the group. (laughs) I don't know how I landed in that spot, but there I was. And the, the leader asked if anybody had any prayer requests. And what I meant to say was, you know, could you just please pray for me? I'm kind of tired. And it came out in a rush of tears and emotion that I didn't even know was there. And and I was just a puddle on the floor. And all these older, more sage, wise women just looked at me with just such, um, I've been there, you know, that that look in the eye, their eyes of, I've been there, I've done that. And, And immediately that day, I had women coming to my door with meals and prayers. And somebody even sent over their teenage daughter and said, you know, you (laughs) let Jamie have a nap. You watch these kids for the next two hours. I'm going shopping. I'll be back to pick you up. She just needs to rest. Um, I felt so loved. And and they were really showing me, one, how much I was loved, but also how I could do that then someday for another mom. I, I remember that point on my timeline like it was yesterday. And I hope I never forget it because I want to do that same thing for some other younger moms who are just so exhausted. And that's so scriptural is that as we become the senior moms in a culture to be able to invest back into the younger moms, the same way that we were invested in when we were younger. Absolutely. So that's such such a beautiful story. Now, when you got started homeschooling, who were your mentors at that place? Well, other than my mother-in-law, to be honest, I didn't have a ton. I remember wow. um I remember intentionally asking two or three moms that were, you know, further down the journey. A couple of them had graduated kids, but most of them had high schoolers and I sat down um one afternoon with them and maybe one or two other homeschool friends of mine that were on the same spot as I was. You know, we were uh-huh. staring kindergarten in the face and and we were shaking in our boots. Um, And we sat down with them and they brought over, you know, just uh, bags of curriculum for us to look through. Mm -hmm. And they were so Mm -hmm. candid in their their struggles and strengths. And that was one particular instance. But other than that, I didn't really have any. And I really think that it was 
that lack of mentors that propelled me to then later start um, a homeschool mom support group because I thought, you know what? If I feel the loneliness, if I feel the um, the weight of all of this on my shoulders and no one's there to help support me, I bet other moms feel the same way. Well, you are so absolutely right. It's so easy for us to insulate ourselves and say, hey, I've got this thing nailed. Mm -hmm. And when I get through doing my stuff, I am out of here. But instead, what you've done is, is notice there's a need in my life and I want to minister to other people out of what I have learned so that their needs aren't the same. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the one of the traps that homeschool moms specifically can find themselves in just mentally kind of sifting through all of this is that we're afraid to admit that we need help because mm-hmm. homeschoolers already have a gamut of naysayers in their lives, you know, that are looking for us to stumble or looking for us to do this wrong. And so admitting that we might need some direction or some help feels like we're admitting failure before we even start. But I think that that, that's very dangerous. And we need to admit that we need some help. We need to invite other women in our space. And we need to be inviting others. I always say, you know, not specifically with homeschooling, but with all discipleship, we have to have mothers and sisters and daughters in the faith and in homeschooling. And what that means is, I have to have a mother, somebody who's just a, a little bit further down the journey, who's been there, done that, who can show me the way, show me her successes and her stumbles. Um, I have to have a sister that is kind of on the same spot as me that I can reach across the aisle to and say, hey, we're going to do this together and, and I'll help you and you'll help me. And then I also have to have a daughter, somebody who's just slightly younger, not necessarily in age, but maybe in experience that I can reach behind and say, I'm going to help you in the same way that I have been helped by others. You couldn't say it better. That is just beautiful, is to look forward to people who help us, who are ahead of us on the journey, and to walk with people who are right there in the journey with us, and then to help the younger ones along. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, tell me about the ages of your kids at this point that you are homeschooling. Well, I, my 15-year-old is my oldest, and she's in 10th grade. Um, I have, let's see, let's see if I can pull this off the top of my head, 10th grade, and then 7th grade and 6th grade, 4th grade, and 1st grade. So it's quite so a span. You, yeah, you are a very busy homeschool mom. Yes, indeed. So now, when you have a high schooler, one of the things that's such a blessing that occasionally our teens will have the gift of is some kind of mentor in their life, whether it's like a youth group pastor or, you know, a professional in an area that they're interested in. Have you seen anybody that's investing in your team? Absolutely. We made the decision early on that I can't be the only one, the only voice in my daughter's life. You know, she doesn't have any younger sisters. Um, the rest of my kids are all boys. And mm-hmm. while I think I should be a primary voice and the voice she hears most often, I can't be the only one. I think you see that evident in the in scripture when, you know, Mary was pregnant and and she went to Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you know, her older cousin. And there was something, although scripture doesn't necessarily say, but it certainly alludes to the fact that there was this built-in relationship there that Mary had with this other person apart from her mom that could speak some truth into her life and be an encouragement to her. So that's always been, 
at the forefront of our minds that we need to provide not just for our daughter, our sons too, but because I'm a woman, I'm I'm yeah. naturally inclined to look for other women in my daughter's life. And um, one of the things recently in the last couple of years is she and I started um, going to a Bible camp for a couple of days in the spring each year to volunteer for a mother-daughter weekend that happened. And we actually didn't go just as participants. We always went as servants. And, and in that, we were able to participate too. But we were able to um, go together and experience that. And from that, she kind of got connected with that Bible camp and is now working out there alongside college-age women who come mm. and serve in the summer. And she has built the best relationships with these women that are just you know, just three or four years her elder, but who are on fire in their faith, who want to serve God with abandon and and just really help um, draw her to him. And I so appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is so beautiful is what you did in that is you gave your daughter an opportunity to serve, that y'all were serving together, which is such a powerful way to help teens grow. Mm -hmm. And in that, God blessed her with mentors that were just down the road ahead of her. And this can be so powerful in teens' life to have a, a young adult really role model and invest in them. So what a gift that you gave her in that situation. And I think too, joining a homeschool co-op has helped immensely. We were a part of, until recently, a homeschool co-op for the last 12 years. And those moms feel like a second mom to her because they've been in her life since she was, you know, in kindergarten and have, you know, it's, it's great that she sees other women affirming the faith that I'm trying to pour into her. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just mom saying what she knows to be true, but other women are just sending encouragement out to her in big, lavish ways and showing her that um, this faith that we've, we've grasped, my husband and I have grasped, and want to pass on the torch to her, is the real deal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah, so we're such co-op geeks at Seven Sisters and just appreciate that our kids have these other mothers mm -hmm. and um, who love and pray for them. And they get the different flavors of role modeling and, and mentoring in a, in a kind of gentle way. Uh, so I'm glad that your daughter is having those experiences. So it takes a lot of courage to invest in uh, your kids in such an intentional and time-consuming way. But you have really made that happen for your daughter and for your sons. So kind of feels like a segue for me to talk about your book. So you recently released a book and it is such a, um, a different book than are many on the market. So I wonder, Jamie, if you'd tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's called Homeschool Bravely, How to Squash Doubt, Trust God, and Teach Your Child with Confidence. And I recognize and I recognized when I started writing the book that there is just a plethora of really great homeschooling how-to resources out there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to write a book and just add it to the pile. This is not a how-to book, although I think it's full of really practical tips and takeaways. But what I really hope it will be and, and how I wrote it to be is to be just a 
hug around a mom's neck, an encouragement to give her the bravery that is hers all along for the taking in Christ and to really point her to the very heart of where her courage comes from, and that's Jesus. That's absolutely beautiful. So how can they get information about how to get hold of the book? Well, they can head to homeschoolbravely.com. You can actually um, head there and read the very first chapter if you're interested in knowing if this is even a book you'd be um, worth reading that you'd want to read. Um, and then you can also check it out on my blog, The Unlikely Homeschool. But it's sold, you know, you can find it anywhere that books are sold. Very good. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Well, it's called the Mom to Mom Podcast, and I'm actually the co-host. I I lead it with um, Kate Battistelli and September McCarthy, and they are both very seasoned moms. And among the three of us, we have 16 kids ranging in age, you know, from nearly 30 down to six. And I'm the baby mm-hmm. of the group, so I'm oh. always leaning in far to those women because they have such wise words to share. I started this podcast initially because, well, I'm a lover of podcasts. I love them. But what I found was there are very few podcasts that have seasoned mothers like yourself on. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. a, you know, just because of the nature of technology, it's young women who, who tend to have their hand in that. And so, so many really great mothering podcasts um, while they are wonderful and add to the space of maybe if you have a baby to maybe five years old, there's not very many that speak to mothering topics when you have a teenager or a college student or um, maybe one of everything. You know, September's got 10 kids, so she's she's got her, her hand in every single oh, season. Yeah. But really what I hope this podcast is, um, is just encouragement for every mother, no matter where you are in the journey, it's for every season of mothering, because we've, among the three of us, we've experienced it all. Yeah, imagine so. Yeah, that's so exciting. I I love the idea of the multi-generations. And again, you're doing another form of mentoring in that podcast format. So I appreciate that. All right. So if folks want to get connected with Jamie Erickson, they can look at the unlikelyhomeschool.com. And I have links in the show notes for that. Also the mom to mom podcast and homeschooling bravely. And uh, there's so there's so many ways to find Jamie. She is a very pervasive person. Mm -hmm. So anything else you'd like to add, Jamie? No, I just am so grateful to be on the show today. Thanks for chatting with me. Lovely. Visit us over at sevensistershomeschool.com on our Facebook page or visit the website and uh, leave us some stars over there on iTunes and help other moms be able to find us too. All righty. Well, we will wrap things up. This has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Mm-hmm.